Welcome to the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. Now, here's your hosts, B. Cox and the crew. Greetings and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. It's a perspective of the classics from a fresh point of view. We appreciate you for taking your time and lending your ears to our perspective. You could be anywhere listening to anything, but you're right here with us, so we thank you. With you today is yours truly, B. Cox, and with me in the place to be is my boy, J.O. Joining us for our final episode of the year, and we want to take the time out right now to wish everyone listening to this a very happy holiday season. For those of you out there who are celebrating Christmas, as this episode comes out, we wish you a very Merry Christmas to you and your family and your loved ones. We want to thank you all for taking time out of your Christmas day and out of your holiday season for listening to this very last episode of 2023 for the Vault Classic Music Reviews podcast. I want to thank you all for a great, great year for sticking with us throughout this year. A very challenging year for us here in production. Of course, for me personally, this was the year that my son was born and there was a lot of priorities that had to go towards making sure that him and my wife were okay. And so that took a lot of time away from the podcast. You want to know what? I'm okay with that. And I hate that we had to divert so much attention away from it. But you know what? We're going to make up for it in the year to come. We move to a season format starting in 2024. Yes, that's right. The vault's moving to a season format in 2024. So make sure that y'all stay locked in for the announcement on when the new season will drop. And then, of course, we will make sure to have a schedule out to you to you know when you're getting those new episodes. A reminder, as always, make sure you're going to vaultclassicpod.com checking out everything there episode profiles guest profiles the merchandise store buy me a coffee everything there go to our social media pages as well to connect with us through the website but go and visit us at vaultclassicpod.com and drop us a line get locked in get tabbed in and make sure that you're following us as we go into 2024 into a new direction as we always like to say here on the vault our motto is hashtag open the vault hashtag nothing but the classics or mbtc And today, Jay, as we wrap things up for 2023, it is an annual tradition at the end of the year to give our rankings of the years that we're covering. The years we did this year on The Vault, 1993, 1998, and 2003, 2025 and 30 years later. And we always give our top fives or top 10 list and maybe some honorable mentions to each one of those years in regards to hip hop and when there is enough content for R&B an R&B list as well. And we want to make sure that we give you our rankings. Now, again, these rankings that we are giving are more so our personal rankings. And as far as these albums for these years, you're not meant to be a definitive. What album is definitively better? This is our personal rankings as far as the albums for that year. So we're going to go ahead and get into it, Jay. I know you got your list up. I have mine. We had some interesting conversations about a lot of albums on these lists for these years. So now we're going to go ahead and get into it right now. So for 1993 in hip-hop albums, I'm going to kick it off and start it off with you, Jay. If you have any honorable mentions, go ahead and mention those first and then give us your top five from five to one. All right. So as far as honorable mentions, i say The Alcoholics. Okay. And Souls of Mischief. Okay. As far as my top five, I'm saying, of course, I'm going with Snoop, Doggy Style. Okay. Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers. Okay. Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders, Black Moon Into the Stage, 
And my fifth, I guess, had to be Back to Fuck Up by Onyx. Okay. Back to Fuck Up by Onyx. Cool. Yep. Very, very cool. So that was your one. So your number one for that year was Doggy Style by Snoop. Right. And then number two was Wu-Tang. Third was Midnight Marauders. And then fourth was Black Moon to the Stage. And fifth was Onyx Back to Fuck Up. Got it. Okay. Very cool. So my rankings are a little bit different from yours, but not that much different. So my top hip hop albums for 1993, uh, honorable mentions. I have Onyx back the fuck up the alcoholics 21 and over and souls of mischief 93 to infinity Mm -hmm. hard because I didn't want to leave them out of the rankings, but I did think they were worthy of mention for my top five from 1993 at number five, I have diggable planets reaching a new refutation of time and space. At number four, I have black moon enter the stage at number three. I have Snoop doggy style at number two. I have a tribe called quest midnight marauders and my number one album from 1993 is Wu-Tang enter the Wu-Tang 36 chambers. Okay. So there we go. My top five from one to five in reverse order, as I just said it, Wu-Tang 36 Chambers, Tribe Called Quest Midnight Marauders, Snoop, Doggy Style, Black Moon, Into the Stage, and Diggable Planets, Reaching a New Refutation of Time and Space. With my honorable mentions being Onyx Back to Fuck Up, The Alcoholics 21 and Over, and Souls of Mischief 93 till infinity. So moving on to R&B albums. I'm going to go ahead and go back to you, Jay, and your R&B albums, your rankings for those that you have from five to one. Five, I would say for me, would be Tony, 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 Sons of Soul. Four would be, I guess, be Janet Jackson. Okay. Three would be Tony Braxton, her self-titled joint. Mm-hmm. Two would be Tevin Campbell, I'm Ready. And then number one for me would be Escape Humming Coming At You. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. That's an interesting top five, but I think that, it's interesting that you had Tevin Campbell all the, all the way up there, too, because I have a lot of people probably feel the same exact way. There's a lot mm-hmm. of talk about Tevin Campbell over this last year or so, sure. especially with people rediscovering Can We Talk, <laughs> right? you know, over this last year or so. But yeah, 93 was a loaded year for R&B. It definitely was. So for me, mine is slightly different. At number five for my R&B albums from 1993, I have Tony, 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 Sons of Soul, number four. I have Tevin Campbell, I'm ready. Number three, I have Mariah Carey, Music Box. Number two, I have Tony Braxton, Tony Braxton's self-titled debut. And at number one, I have Janet Jackson's Janet's album. So those are my top five. So again, in reverse order, I just named them. My 1993 top R&B albums, one, Janet Jackson, two, Tony Braxton, Tony Braxton, three, Mariah Carey, Music Box, four, Tevin Campbell, I'm ready. And number five, Tony, Tony, Tone, Sons of Soul. Loaded year, 1993. But if you think 1993 was big, just wait until you get to the very next year we're about to do in 1998. (laughs) Now, Jay, just as a quick aside, a lot of people, when we talk about the best hip-hop years, I think the reason why 1998 doesn't get talked about as much as others, because I really believe that it was a top-heavy year, right? We talk about years like 1993, there were deep years, 94, 95, 96. They were all deep years where you had the top, you had the ones just below the top, and then you had a lot of ones that were sort of in that dope category that were all there, and there was lots of them there. I think 98 was really top-heavy, and I don't think it really had depth as other years. The top of the list, 
goodness, it was about as good as any. I don't know if you felt the same way or not, but as far as you hearing conversations mm-hmm. about when people talk about the years in 98, not really getting as much to do as I think some of the other ones did. At least that's me personally. Yeah, I'd have to agree on that one as far as it really not coming up as much. But I mean, should we have the receipts right here? So exactly. Indeed. <laughs> so 1998 hip hop albums. I'm actually going to go ahead and get go first and take this one first. Okay. And when I'm telling you, Jay, I, I struggled over like my top six or so. I would say my top seven, I really struggled over like a good amount. And I finally got my rankings and here they go from 10 to one. Number 10, Goody Mob, still standing. Number nine, DMX, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Number eight, Jay-Z, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. Number seven, Pete Rock, Soul Survivor. Number six, Buster Rhymes, Extinction Level Event. Number five, Black Star. Most F and Talib Kweli are number four, Big Pun, Capital Punishment. Number three, Gangstar, Moment of Truth. Number two, DMX, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. And number one, Outcast, Equemni. So there we go. So we're going to go back in reverse order what I just said. Hmm. Top 10 for 1998 for me. Number one, Outcast, Equemni. Number two, DMX, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Number three, Gangstar, Moment of Truth. Number four, Big Pun, Capital Punishment. Number five, Black Star, Most Def and Talib Kweli R. Number six, Buster Rhymes, Extension Level Event. Number seven, Pete Rock, Soul Survivor. Number eight, Jay-Z, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. Number nine, DMX, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. And number 10, Goody Mob, Still Standing. So there we are, hip-hop albums. So now I turn it over to you, Jay, after we've gone through that. Struggle with that a lot. But now we go over to you. What were your top 10 from 1998? Okay, so coming to number 10 for me, it's going to be, for me, it's Black Star. Most definitely how they have quality are. Number nine for me would be Goody Mob Still Standing. Mm-hmm. Number eight, He Rock Soul Survivor. Number seven, to say DMX is Dark and Hell is Hot. Number six, Busta Rhymes Extinction Level Event. Number five for me is going to be, I kind of struggle with this part too. Big pun, capital punishment. Mm. Number four for me is going to be Gangstar, Moment of Truth. Mm-hmm. Number three, it was um, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Number two, Jay-Z, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. Mm. And number one, I think we in the green room with Outcast Equimini. Outcast Equimini, yeah, yeah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah, so all this is a little bit different there. You definitely have some things in different order, but that's why I love doing these lists. Is because mm-hmm. we kind of agreed on number one, but definitely where we had our number two albums a little bit different than each other. But I could definitely see, though, from value proposition, how you got there, too, though. But interesting list, though. 
That's the reason why I love doing this, because I love hearing the different perspectives, right? Like the vanilla list where everybody lists to the same, like, nah, man, those are boring. That's why I like to do this. It definitely was a struggle. So now on to R&B albums for 1998. So if you have any honorable mention, Jay, give us your honorable mention and then give us your top five for R&B albums from 1998. Honorable mention, I guess me would be probably Maxwell. Okay. And we're going from five to one. I'm going to say five for me would be Faith. Four for me is going to be 112. Three for me is going to be Drew Hill into the Drew. Okay. Number two for me is Brandy Never Say Never. And then number one for me would be Lauren Hill, Miss Education of Lauren Hill. Miss Education of Lauren Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, know, I know she's been yeah. on yeah. some other stuff recently, but mm-hmm. yeah. she's still, still a banger. Still. Still, yeah, can't deny that. Cannot deny that. This this was tough, man. This is R&B in this year, 1998, in the second half of the year, was absolutely on fire. How you can keep pace, I have no idea if any of us did, but we did. So my list from 1998, my honorable mentions are actually Monica's The Boy Is Mine and 112 Rooms 112. Okay. My top five. Number five, I have faith, keeping the faith. At number four, I have Drew Hill, Enter the Drew. My number three, I have Maxwell, Embrya. My number two, <laughs> I have Lauren Hill, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Wow. And at number one, I have Brandy, Never Say Never. And I know that some people out there are probably going to be banging against their phones or speakers or something, figuring out that why didn't I put Lauren Hill at number one? Well, because to me, I think this Brandy album's really freaking good. And <laughs> again, personally, and it's hard for me for Lauren Hill because it's not entirely an R&B album. Yeah, I was, and it's I was definitely too, yeah, and it's definitely too. not. It's more R&B than anything else, right? It's more singing than anything else. If it has hip hop elements in it as well. So I struggled whether to put this in with hip hop albums or whether to put this one in R and B albums. I put it in with R and B albums because it's more singing than anything else. And so I would say when it comes to that, I actually, for me, when it comes to Brandy, never say never. I I rank it over it as far as R from an R and B perspective. I rank it over that right R and B elements only. And you know, and then also hindsight when you also hear about the fact that you know a lot of this album Lauren didn't actually do, you know, as far as like the music and the composition and the fact that she got sued for this music kind of takes it down a, a, a small notch for me, not a huge notch, but a small notch for me. And to me, I think this is Brandy's best album, bar none, hands down. If people, some people say Full Moon, and some say Human. To me, I think this is her best album. And yeah, literally, Skies Alone, man, that joint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, just to think about the work that, like, Rodney did on this joint, he really helped to redefine and what R&B was going to be heading into the new millennium based off of this Brandy album. And there are so many people that this album was an influence of theirs. I mean, Lauren Sales are obviously an influence for so many people, too. But if you see that how many people ob- over genres Looked at Never Say Never as an influence. I mean, it's it's wild. It's absolutely insane. So really tough list to do in 1998, y'all. I'm telling y'all, if y'all was outside during that time, it really, really was hard <laughs> to have to go through all that music and give attention to all of it individually, right? I mean, it was hard to have to do so. But, you know, we got through it, and those are our rankings for 1998. And last but not least, we go to 2003, the hip-hop albums, and... I'll go ahead and give it to you, Jay. If you have any honorable mentions, give those first and then give us your top five. So honorable mention, 
T.I. Trap Music would be honorable mention for me along with Lil Brava. Okay. But as far as like um, five to one, you see number five was actually out of this list, I'm going to say number five, Jay-Z, the Black Album. Hmm. Okay. Say so number four for me is going to be, um, what was that? Dang, it's lost my place. Actually, I'm about to take out T.I. Trap Music for honorable mention, like put him at number four for that. So I need to go back on my drink for that. Okay. Uh, number three for me is going to be Ludacris Chicken and Beer. Okay. Number two for me is going to be um, Give It Your Die Trying. Then number one for me is Outcast Speaker Box Love Below. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> Interesting list. Interesting list. So my list, honorable mentions I have as Freeway's Philadelphia Freeway and then T.I.'s Trap Music as honorable mentions. Okay. My top five. And number five, I have Ludacris Chicken and Beer. At number four, I have Speaker Box, The Love Below. At number three, I have Little Brother, The Listening. At number two, I have Jay-Z, The Black Album. And at number one, I have 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. So hmm. there we go. In reverse order again, I have one, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Two, Jay-Z, The Black Album. Three, Little Brother, The Listening. Four, Outcast, Speaker Box, The Love Below. Ludacris, Chicken and Beer at number five. My honorable mentions being Philadelphia Freeway by Freeway and Trap Music by T.I. So, yeah. I mean, this was knee-deep into my Morgan years. I want to say that True. fall semester definitely was a huge semester with music coming out. I just remember in that semester just coming out, just those albums we talk about. Speaker Box Love Below came out. Black Album came out. Chicken and Beer came out. And Trap Music all dropped during that, that fall semester. So <laughs> a lot of fire music dropping during that fall semester at Morgan. Definitely a lot of great music. So those are our rankings, guys. We know that, hey, a lot of these opinions on here may not be what a lot of you think are the correct answers or what your opinion would be. And that's when we want to hear from you all from. So hit us up on social media, interact with us. What do you think about our rankings? We totally off base. What are some of the things you would change? If you have an order, what would your order be for any of these lists on these years, hip hop or R and B albums, go ahead and run them down for us. We'd love to have to continue the conversation and to create some dialogue. Here we are. Y'all 2023 is going to be a wrap for the vault. Of course, I want to thank everyone out there. Jay, of course, I want to thank you and Damo and all the other guests that joined me this year. Chris, Kinetic Mitchell, the R&B representatives, Elise and JR. Also want to thank Troy Podcast, Miguel and Christina up in Toronto for having us as well. Also want to thank Van Everett from Scenario Radio Show who had me on there earlier this year. Tastic TV as well. Thank all of them. Lego Talk Podcast, who had me and Damo on there as well. I want to thank all y'all for continuing to support us and having us on there. And of course, we want to thank the fans for continuing to stick with us despite a very challenging year. And we want to thank you all and hope that you all have a great holiday season and a healthy and prosperous new year. Again, 2024, we're going to a season format. Make sure you stay tapped in with us to see when the next season will be launching for the Vault Classic Music Reviews. We got a lot of great stuff coming up next year. Just to give you a preview of what we're doing next year, we're doing the years of 1994 as those albums turn 30, 1999 as those albums turn 25, and 2004 as those albums turn 20. Just an idea of what we're going to be covering. Some of the albums, Kanye West, Collins Dropout, John Legend, Get Lifted. We're also going to be revising and looking at Above the Rim and the Above the Rim soundtrack, the movie and the soundtrack. We're also going to be taking a look back as well at some other 1994 albums like Red Man, There is a Dark Side. And we're going to also revisit a lot of topics by way of a lot of live chat. So make sure y'all stay tapped in. 
Again, happy holidays. And let's continue the conversation going on through the new year. Talk about these classic albums and the music that we all love. And that is going to wrap up yet another edition of The Vault. Please make sure you are visiting us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. There you can learn more about the show, check out our past episodes, join our mailing list, leave a review, or if so inclined, you can leave us a voice note. Click the blue microphone in the bottom right-hand corner to leave us a voice note to let us know what you think about the show or to just show us some love. To support the show, click the coffee cup shaded in yellow in the bottom left-hand corner to access our Buy Me A Coffee page. On Buy Me A Coffee, you can give a small monetary donation to support the show to ensure that we can keep the vault open for many years to come. You can also visit us on social media at Vault Classic Pod on IG, Twitter, and on TikTok. Also hit us on YouTube and our Facebook page. Like and follow us on social media. Subscribe to the pod and the YouTube channel. We do it here all for you. We appreciate the support. And if you have a friend, tell a friend and make sure that that friend tells a friend. Always remember to keep your headphones on and your music loud, but not too loud. And as we close, we like to remind everyone to dream big because dreams are the basis for creation. Always create, motivate and elevate. Because you were never destined or created to stay stationary or ordinary in this life. And on that note, we say peace. Thank you for listening and coming into The Vault. Please subscribe and visit us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com.